I'm losing it. Welcome to I'm Losing It. I am your host, Brian Kroc. Wait a minute. Welcome to Crocs in the Kitchen. I'm Jessica. And once again, I am Brian. <laughs> Uh, yes, we are doing sort of a dual episode here of uh, I'm Losing It, the podcast, and Crocs in the Kitchen, the YouTube channel. Now, most of the time when we're doing this show, it's uh, generally uh, the shows. It's generally about weight loss or something of the sort. But even then on I'm Losing It, occasionally we will uh, do an interview that is sort of out of the realm of, of normal of what we would do. But this one kind of came from uh, uh, something that has been established in our lives for quite a while. And uh, uh, I don't know if any of you guys really know this, but there is a common phrase that is said in our, our household, and it's just simple, three words, what about peef? Yes, what about peef? So I I don't know. I've been a fan of peef, the, the Christmas bear, for so long uh, well, I like to say that I had him when I was a child, but I was actually like 18 when I got my first peef, so I really wasn't a child. Um, but you guys know we, in in every single video we do, there's this mysterious little bear that shows up in the background, and he just sits there, and everybody's always asking us questions like, what is up with the bear in the background? What's the deal with peef? <laughs> That's what Brian likes to say. And so I thought it would be great to get... The person who created Peef, the author of Peef the Christmas Bear, which if you didn't know, there are books. There are multiple books. Um, and I thought we would get him on and he could tell us more about Peef because who better than, you know, the creator, the creator to tell us all about him. Um, so, yeah, we thought it would be really cool to get him on. I know last year. So after we kind of left Peef a mystery, he was just in the back of the videos. And then last year I did my epic video which was me going on and on about my connection with peef and why i like love peef and all that peef stuff for like what 40 minutes yeah probably yeah and uh we even got my mom on and all that but today we've got author tom Hegg, and he is here to share more about the story of peef so welcome to the show tom Thank you so much for having me. Oh, by the way, uh, Peef is rather used to being in the background of things on television. Are you aware that he was for years in the background of Everybody Loves Raymond? You know what? I just learned that like yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Yesterday I was reading some stuff and I was like, I've, I've discovered that. And I was like, Brian, how do we not know this? And uh, Not only that, but the West Wing what? What? I didn't know. Oh, yes. Wing. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Not knew, a lot, but a little. I knew he was in the background of, of a scene in You've Got Mail. That's right. Uh, so actually, and one of our super fans pointed that out to us. Yeah. One of our, our fans of our YouTube channel told us about that. And so Brian immediately went and like fast forwarded through the movie to find the scene where Peef was in the background. And I thought that was really cool. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he he's definitely brought a lot. So, Peef has got a way cooler career than I do <laughs> and always has. So, I, I guess we'll start. Like, tell us a little bit about yourself before you even became an author. Like, what were you what were you doing in your life? Uh, I was an actor. Um, the way that, that happens with some young directionless people for a while. And then the people who ran the theater suggested maybe I should try something else. And so I uh, became a bartender at my dad's restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Hmm. And um, 
not having any creative outlet, uh, I thought, well, maybe I'll try and do a little writing. And my church had asked me to come and do a little something at Christmas time for the annual congregational dinner. And um, they said, would you read something from the traditional Christmas canon? Like maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, a Christmas carol or something like that. And so I sat down uh, to pull it together and I thought, wait, wait, what if I try and write something myself? I mean, I didn't know that I couldn't write. And so I sat down with a yellow legal pad and I wrote a poem called A Cup of Christmas Tea, which long story short has sold uh, about 2 million copies to date. And uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and then, um, Warren Hansen, who is the illustrator of all my books, and I sat down and we decided that we wanted to do something for kids. And so uh, I took a day off from uh, tending bar and my wife Peg fielded telephone calls and threw sandwiches at me occasionally. And uh, I napped on that couch and woke up with the storyline of Peef in my head. And I called Warren Hansen to tell him the storyline. And he said, well, you know, this is what you've got here is the actual Christmas storyline about a father who gives a son to the world, knowing that he'll probably come to harm. And so I wasn't aware of that until Warren pointed it out to me. But that is how Peef came to be. And he got his name from my brother, my brother, Jim, was five years my senior, who, uh, when I was born, uh, had a collection of stuffed toys, some of which squeaked. And he decided that, that word transliterated into English would be peef. <laughs> and so when it came time to name the little bear, I did so in honor of my brother. And so it says in the beginning of the book and the dedication. Oh, that's great. Um, I really do like, so going back to A Cup of Christmas Tea, we were actually watching an interview that you and Warren did a while ago, and I didn't know that you guys had, it's kind of, I don't know, I'm a believer in everything happens for a reason, and just like, I don't know, things are put into the world in the time that they're, you know, everything kind of comes together. I'm a big believer in that, and I really liked the story of, Warren having that like personal connection with your with the story that you had written and that's why he even agreed to do be the illustrator to begin with anyway is that right yes that's right uh I didn't have uh any illustrator at all I read the poem to the church and they dug it big time and uh, they said you got to do something with this and so I thought, well, I need an illustrator because I don't do that sort of thing myself. And um, uh, an editor of a Minneapolis St. Paul magazine uh, was a friend of mine. And uh, I said, who is the best illustrator in the Twin Cities? Bar none. I want the best. And he said, Warren Hansen, and you'll never get him. Oh, okay. It was, I'm sorry, Brian. And so I called... Uh, I called Warren up. He answered the phone. Okay. And um, I started reading the story to him. And he didn't stop me. And so I kept on reading until the story was over. And he said, uh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I've got to do this. 
So, yeah. And then I also liked the go, moving on. You guys were talking about, or maybe I was reading, I don't know. I read a lot of stuff online, everything I could find about, about the story of how you guys got together and all that. But also I thought it was interesting because the publisher also had kind of a personal connection with the story and that's kind of how you ended up being able to publish it. So it's just like everything came together and, and I don't know, just kind of fell into place. It seems like. Yes, that's right. Ned Waldman, my publisher, my original publisher, rest his soul, uh, was raised for the first five years of his life by uh, a housekeeper. Uh, his father had left the scene and his mother had died. And so for the first five years, this little Jewish boy was raised by a Roman Catholic who brought him to the Basilica of St. Mary every Sunday and saw to it that uh, at Christmas time, no matter how straightened their circumstances, he had a Christmas present to open. And he was ultimately adopted by his Jewish family uh, at the age of five, but they were very wise and they knew that a, a bond had been forged between them. And um, so they kept him in touch with her, uh, daily touch with her. And uh, that is why he identified with the story. And uh, I uh, had both of my grandmothers living with me when I was growing up, one on the second floor, one on the third floor of a triplex in uh, a Minneapolis neighborhood. And um, I was very, very close to both of them, had daily access to both of them. So when people ask who is the, who is the uh, aunt, maiden aunt, in your life, the maiden aunt is my life with my two grandmothers, my grandmother, Heg, and my grandmother, Sullivan. So, okay, so you, let's see, you, so you did a cup of Christmas tea, that was in, what, 1982? 82, right. And mm -hmm. then were you working? The year I was born. Oh, yeah, that was the year you were born, Brian. Well, what do you know? Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so were you working at? I know you you worked as a drama teacher in a at a school near in Minneapolis area. Right at the, at the, back in '82, I landed the job of a drama teacher uh, at at Breck School, where I was for oh 35 years. I just retired a couple of years ago, and uh, uh, it was a really wonderful thing to be able to do to have a combination of this uh, writing sideline and uh, being a teacher uh, of theater, which is the thing that I always wanted to pursue from the time I was a kid. Um, but it worked out probably the best way that it could have worked out for me. I was very, very fortunate. So speaking of theater, I have to say, okay, so I'm gonna, we haven't really revealed how much of a total like peef nut I am. I mean, people, people kind of can probably guess at this point, but in 2011, uh, we actually got married in 2011. Yep. And what was I at, at the time? How old was I? I don't know. I was born in 85. So I was like 25, 24, something like that. Something like that. Um, my mom, so I got, I actually, right after we got married, it was like a month after we got married because it was in December. My mom, my mom and I, well, the whole Peef connection I have goes, I'll tell you a little bit more about my mom and I and Peef, but um, we actually flew up to Minneapolis We've drugged my sister-in-law along as well, and we came to see the play that your, was it your son that adapted it into, yes. into a play? We came up there just to see P 
Heath, the Christmas, the, the, the play. And it was, it was amazing. We actually, we actually got to meet you. I actually got my knock me out. You're kidding. Got, oh, this is great. I got my book. So my books are signed by you because we, we got to meet you back then. And this was like, so this was a little bit earlier on. I don't know. I've become a little bit crazier on the P front since then. It just kind of has built, but yeah, we have, oops, I just did my microphone, but you can see my books are signed by you. So there you go. We got, to, we came up, we specifically came up during the time when we knew you and Warren were doing the signing, like after the, before the play and all that. So yes, it was very fun. <laughs> well, for heaven's sakes, that's such a cool connection. I got, can't wait to tell my son who is a teacher. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So what did that mean to you when your son, you know, I, did he decided on, on his own that he was going to do that and, and put that whole thing together? Uh, my son Adam was actually working for Stages Theater at the time, and had done a number of writing projects for them. And when it came, when, when they asked me if if Peef could be a viable project for them, and I said yes, yes, a thousand times yes, he was the natural fit for it. Yeah, and it's it, he did really, really well. Yeah, it was really fun and. It was just, I don't know, I have enjoyed sharing the joy of peef with other people in my life. Uh, Brian sort of, you, you sort of, when when we first met, you were just like, okay, she has this weird bear she carries around with her all the time. Like, whatever, it's fine. I jokingly say that uh, uh, Jessica is responsible for a significant percentage of peef bears that are sold uh, in a given year. Uh, and it's, it's my thanks. possibly true. So <laughs> no, like, well, just personally buying them myself too. Though. Yeah. Although I do get you, on, I get on eBay a lot because, because uh, it's like there's, there, you know, you right now you can only buy, actually, I don't think I have one of the current ones that you can buy the, I bought one and gave it to my friend in England. Um, but I have enjoyed buying them and spreading them around. Our uh, nieces and nephews are well appointed with peeves and yeah, peef books. We gave them peeves. Yes, peeves. peeves. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. We found out we, before the interview uh, that the plural of peef is peeves. And now I have to, I have to work that into my vocabulary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we ended up buying them for family members and, uh, and I, I know a couple of the kids have, have books as well and all sorts of, of fun stuff. And that's just in our personal life. That's not even uh, out, out in like the, uh, the YouTube realm that we also exist in. Yes, and actually, so if you guys don't know, there are four peef books. Four, I mean, there's four amazing books, and there are peef bears you can buy of your own, which people are, are I think sometimes people don't realize that they can have their own peef. Um, and your publisher has been nice enough to set up a discount code. It's actually CROC, K-R-O-C-K, on the Tristan Publishing website, and I'll link to that in the uh, description of the video and the podcast so you guys can get 20% off of Peef Bears and all four Peef books for the rest of, I think it goes through December 24th. So you, I will put more info, information on that, but you can actually get your own Peef stuff, guys. Now, if you're a crazy collector like me and you want like stocking, I have like the little stocking with the little Peef in it and like... I have the tiny, let's see, what, let's get the tiny one. This is one of my little tiny peeps. Um, I have like all the different sizes of peeps. You have to go on eBay for that stuff. Um, but yeah, so did you, um, I guess, well, let's take a step back a little bit. So tell a little bit about the basic story of peef, like for those who aren't as familiar with the books or anything like that. Sure. It's the Christmas story. Santa Claus 
is feeling uh, an ache for something that he doesn't have. And he decides to ask each of the elves to donate their very favorite piece of cloth uh, to the making of a bear. And so the bear becomes representative of everybody. And he touches it and breathes the breath of life into it. And Peef becomes his son for all intents and purposes and his chief assistant. And Peef begins to understand through the years of going on Santa's magic sleigh ride every year and looking in windows that his destiny as a teddy bear is not to be with Santa Claus, but to be with the child. But he doesn't say anything about it because he doesn't want to hurt Santa's feelings, make that Santa think that he doesn't love him or wants to abandon him. He doesn't. And so he keeps his silence until Santa, of course, figures out what's going on through his own intuitions. And uh, one very special Christmas Eve tells Peef that, oh, you know what? I've been doing this for years and years and years. And this has never happened before, but I'm a toy short. I'm going to need you to be somebody's teddy bear, which is the fulfillment of Peef's hope and destiny. Yeah. And that is, the, that, that is how the story works. So how did you end up writing the second book? Were you always planning on doing a second book or did you? No, uh -uh, not at all. Uh, it was something, it was a thought that presented itself. And when the thought presented itself, I decided to go with it. And so we did uh, A Silent Night for Peef, which is the story of Peef's first year on Earth. Yes. And I, I really connect with that one because... It's, you know, Peef goes out and he experiences all these things, but he he gets, you know, he gets worn out. He gets, you know, stains and all those kind of things. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting because it's like I've actually lived that story like this is my OK, let me without knocking everything over. So this one is my original Peef. He actually wears a Santa Claus outfit whenever it's Christmas time. He, I mean, he likes to wear it all year, but he has quite the wardrobe. I have. He does. It's bigger than mine. I have. I, <laughs> I have. A, I have a really bad habit of buying any bear that's wearing clothing that's like relatively the size of Peef. I will buy the bear, and then I have a lot of naked bears because Peef Peef owns their entire wardrobe. Um, so this is his Santa Claus outfit, but he actually has. Like both of his eyes are cracked. I think my mom threw him up in the air and he got caught in a um, ceiling fan once and flew and hit the wall. And that's how one of his eyes got cracked. Thanks, mom. Badge of honor. Um, He has lost both of his eyebrows. Oh, so he has. He has lost both of his eyebrows and he ha his paw is like super worn out. Worn, his yeah. paw is starting to get really worn out. Like he's actually going to need, I don't know, he... He might need surgery. He's not as fluffy as he he's used to be. He's not as fluffy. That's one of the reasons why he likes to wear clothes is because he's not as fluffy as he used to be. He's a little bit like squished, squished, but he still squeaks. <laughs> um, and if his squeaker ever dies, I will probably like, well, I'll probably do surgery on him. Let's be honest and put a new squeaker in. Um, but I have lived that story of where I have, uh, he actually lost both of his eyebrows on airplanes separate times. Um, I don't know why they fell off when he was on airplanes. Um, but I've lived that story of like having, you know, growing up, going back a little bit, growing up for me, 
in my family, it was like, you didn't use things, right? You, you sat on the couch very like, you didn't, you didn't, you know, mess up the couch. You didn't use, like if you bought a new car, if my parents bought a new car, it would sit in the garage for a while. Like you didn't, you didn't use things. And to me, you didn't get enjoyment out of them because what's the point of having stuff if you're not going to use it. And so to me, P kind of represents that whole like, you know, thing where it's like, you should, you should be getting enjoyment out of, out of the things that you have in life. And, you know, you should really like, I don't know, it's, he's just, he's peef and he's, he's getting worn out and he's getting, you know, he's got his, his issues, but that to me is a sign of like a life well lived. And so that's kind of what he represents to me. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what does he represent to you? Exactly the same. <laughs> Good. Uh, so I'm on the right track. <laughs> Indeed you are. Yes. So he, he, um, yeah. So did you, okay. So it's been, I did the math. It's been 25 years since the book came, the first book came out. So did you ever imagine when you wrote that book that you'd be sitting here 25 years later, still talking about beef? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> These are very, very transient, ephemeral things, and I am shocked out of my mind that it's still around, delighted that it's still around, but very, very surprised. Yes. Um, I also wanted to ask you, we, we talked about this a little bit before, um, I was going to ask you the most unusual place you've ever seen Peef pop up. I'm assuming that's on one of the TV shows. Um, but he's been in, like, the Holodazzle Parade up there. Mm -hmm. He's been, like... I mean, he, did you imagine when you wrote the first book, was the plan always for him to come to life as like a stuffed bear and all that stuff? Or was that, did that come later? Oh, no, that was uh, right, uh, right away with the inception of the story. That he would become an actual bear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So is he, is he like, I don't know, like, is, I feel like in Minneapolis, he must be like kind of known as like just this part of Christmas you know, Christmas time, people are associating with Peef and he's, I don't know, I always imagine him just being in the parades and all that kind of stuff. Is that, is that really true? Yeah, well, Warren and I were in the Holly Dazzle Parade a couple of times and uh, the, we had a Peef float that we were on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we had Peef in the costume, you know, the costume that they wear at uh, shopping centers and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, it, 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 unbelievable. Uh, the one ambition that uh, Ned Waldman wanted to fulfill that he wasn't able to was to have Peef become a uh, float in the uh, Thanksgiving Day, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, wow. That which I think would look great. Oh, yes. That, that would, would be, be fantastic. amazing. I, yes. So I, I have, I take my Peef to a lot of, I take him to this main, the main one. I take him all over when I'm traveling and I like to take photos of him with everything. And so, yeah, actually, uh, I, a couple years ago, I don't remember when exactly, but, uh, Tristan publishing posted a thing about, uh, share a picture of like the craziest place you've had your pee for something along those lines. And Jessica went and got her, like, uh, it's a binder of photos of all the different places that she had taken peef at that time. And this was before like he'd even gone international and like outside of the country and stuff with us. And so she, she posted like several pictures of stuff and ended up like winning their, their little competition that they had. I think it was actually, uh, it might've been through stages when the, uh, the, um, 
the play came out. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. had they were doing a competition and I was like, Well, I've got this competition in the bag here and I sent like ten photos. But the best place Peef has appeared in our life is where? Uh oh, I don't know. That's that's on you. What are we uh, in our wedding. Oh, that's right. Yes, our wedding. <laughs> uh Peef was the ring bear oh! in, in our wedding. <laughs> And the so ring bear. He was the ring the, bear. He was the ring bearer. He was like the ring bearer's bear. So our nephew Joshua actually carried Peef down the aisle, and um, Peef carried the rings. And Peef carried the rings. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, and um, there are pictures of me like in my wedding dress with Peef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my mom always. Jo- this is very. My mom and I have. So my mom and I have created. To me, Peep also represents kind of this connection that I have with my mother, and we both love to travel. And the original reason we fell in love with Peep is because we took him on a trip, a road trip with us. After I had just bought him, I saw him. I didn't even know anything about Peep at all. I didn't know there were books or anything like that. And I bought him from the shelf at Borders. He was just sitting there. This was in 2003 in St. Louis, Missouri, where we live. I was at the Borders, and I was like, oh, this looks like a cute bear. I've always had an obsession with teddy bears. She does. Uh, I have a lot of teddy bears, but I thought he was cute. And so I happened to bring him on a road trip that my mom and I went on. We were driving from St. Louis to Shreveport, Louisiana, and we just started creating the most elaborate stories about Peef and all the stuff that he had done and like his, you know, what his favorite foods were and all these crazy, crazy stories. And we still do it to this day. Like, what is this, 17 years later? Yes. Um, and so it, so it, it has become like, like not a day goes by where I when I call my mom like three or four times a day, and every time we talk, pretty much Peef comes up. The funnier one for me is that she'll call her mom and and be like, "Um, hello, I have an appointment scheduled for a Peef, uh, for grooming." <laughs> Or some, something no, along those lines. Like no, it's, it's it always usually, like some kind of an appointment, like a like a doctor's appointment or well, a usually food appointment. Peef, or Peef is trying to like sell things to her, so I'll be or he's. I'm trying to like. I don't. It, we're my mom and I are delusional, so you know it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but now we're really like getting into the weeds here with the. It's fine. But no, like you have no idea how much joy that he has brought to our lives, and you know I like to spread that joy around. So I'm really happy that we have this platform now where we can help spread the joy of Peef around and have you on here and talk to you about it because it has honestly like. I mean, he's completely changed my life and, and given me mine too. Yeah. And, and just given me, and that's going back to that thing. It's like, you think about the fact that, you know, if Warren hadn't had that connection that he had to your first book, maybe this would have never happened. And then I would have never found out about, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just you like the domino effect of everything in impacting. And so Thank you for having that impact on my life and Brian's as a result. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's just brought so much joy to my life. Well, thank you. You've brought an incredible amount of joy to me today. My <laughs> gosh, I never imagined <laughs> hearing anything like this. I asked Brian, I said yes, yesterday when we were getting ready for the interview, I was like, do you think I'm like the number one Peef fan in the world? Yes. <laughs> you are. I hereby consecrate you as such. Yes. <laughs> My life has been made. So, uh, so here's kind of the funny thing for us, though, is that like we, you know, Jessica's always had this thing since I've known her. Like Peef has always been there. Peef has traveled with her all over the place. She has these all these great elaborate stories, of which if you didn't know, uh, her Peef is a diehard Burt Bacharach fan yes. uh, and loves McDonald's. Um, 
uh, double cheeseburgers to be exact, but, but he's no ketchup because ketchup. he's allergic to ketchup apparently. So <laughs> trust me, elaborate stories that have been created about this. So when we started our YouTube channel though, we literally were just like, Hey, let's stick them in the background. You know, it's just something funny. We'll hide him in little spots and stuff and see if anybody actually sees him. And eventually people started asking us like, Hey, what's, what's the deal with the bear? Like, why is the bear in the, in the background? And it just, it sort of kept going and going and people kept asking us questions about it. And, uh, and Peef has kind of become this, this, uh, not, not like a mascot, but he's become this thing that, that is in our channel that people really relate to for some reason, even if they don't know the story behind it, just because of the sheer amount of passion and love that Jessica has for, uh, for Peef as a bear. And so because of that, our fans have started sending us stuff. So, so we, 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 people have asked us, they really want a PO, they wanted a PO box or somewhere they can mail us stuff. And I was like kind of reluctant to set it up. I was like, okay. But then the first week we had the PO box, we got like the most amazing, like I was squealing, like I, yeah. So I'll just show you a couple of them. So the first one that it is, is a card that somebody made. Oh my Look at that. I know. It's it's like super detailed and like it it was just like the cutest thing I'd ever seen. Then somebody wrote a poem about Peef and oh. made this like little it's you can see in the it's see the kind of the reflection, yeah. but yes, made this little like plaque etched, for me. Etched Peef in there. <laughs> Could you read a couple lines to me? Oh, yeah, yes. go ahead. Okay. Go for it. Actually, when I read this, I was like, "Did you steal this from one of the books?" Yeah, we thought. Th yeah, we thought uh, that, that she, they had stolen. She it. wrote it though. It says, "There is a fuzzy little guy. His name is Peep the Bear. He is always has a hug for you when no one else is there. His tummy is filled with stardust sprinkles and rays of sunshine, warm and bright. His eyes are stitched with moonbeams to watch over you at night." If you love this little bear, he'll be a friend so true. Tell him all your secrets and he'll keep them safe for you. Peef will cheer you when you're sad because he knows just how you feel. I've heard he's just a toy, but in my heart, I know he's real. Like, how cute is that? That's adorable. It's, yes. And so I've always joked, we don't have any children. Uh, you can tell I'm kind of a big kid at heart, but I've always joked, like, if we do have children, their their bedroom, their nursery is just going to be, like, Peef-themed everything. So I'm like collecting all these things. But the weirdest thing that someone has sent us. This is awesome. So well, like we said, we our whole channel you know, started because of our weight loss and all that stuff. So we have actually lost like over 300 pounds combined. Yes. Um, we eat a whole food plant-based diet, but we started out by eating nothing but potatoes for two weeks. Two we ate, weeks of plain potatoes. Yes, that's what we did. And that's how we started. So someone actually mailed us this potato. With oh, Peef printed with on Peef's it. With head on it. <laughs> now that's different. It, that it, is yes, very different. It, I, and I'm sad because it's like a real potato. It's a, it's, it's like it's growing and everything. Like it, it's like starting to. Brian wants to plant it and make it into like a potato plant. I don't know, but yes. Yeah, so people people love Peef. So I'm excited to bring the story of Peef to them, and um, you know, hopefully everybody out there can get their own Peef and start their own Peef tradition and their own family. Um, cause it's just, I mean, it's just such a good story. And there's even, we have, we didn't even talk about the other, there's two more books, um, after that. So will there ever be another Peef book? Or are you done? Never say never. <laughs> never say never. <laughs> All right. I'll keep, I'll keep looking. 
Um, what else? I don't know. What do we have? Is that? I mean, I you, you've like kind we've... of gone through the questions there, <laughs> and and he's he's answered a, a bunch of the ones Let's that you see. were wanting to ask. That's I have true. I yes. have intense notes here. I gotta go. Yeah, through. she, okay. she like she prepped for this a lot. Um, I told you, man, she was she was thoroughly excited about this when when she first like even heard from the publishing company, she squealed and was just uh, yelling, oh, my God, a lot. And then uh, and then when we got the the interview booked, uh, she was squealing again and saying, oh, my God, a lot. Uh, And so I think it's 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 kind of incredible to me. And and it's kind of fitting because. Like I know, I know you were a, a drama teacher, and uh, the actual the drama teacher that I had in my life was a huge impact in in who I became as a person. And uh, I think it's incredible that you, as a drama teacher, even though you didn't have Jessica as a student, have impacted her life in such an incredible way, uh, and and has improved her life like a thousandfold as far as I'm concerned uh, with, with just the simple creation of a little Christmas bear that you thought of one day. Wow. You leave me speechless. <laughs> He's speechless. He's like, this, this girl's crazy. No. So I will leave you. I, I will leave you with one final question. So my final question for you is how has Peef changed your life? Well, there is a cabin in Minnesota that was built with royalties. As a matter of fact, it is called, uh, what's the name of our cabin again? Oburoli. I have to ask my wife, Peg, <laughs> to remind me of the pronunciation. It means a peaceful place. It's also a peaceful place. <laughs> oh, you have to, you forgot to tell him about the, the thing that I do. That just what? reminded me. Uh, the songs. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, I forgot to tell you about that. Uh, so Jessica has a tendency to insert peef into songs. So uh, if the lyric says something like, uh, uh, you know, I, I just want to uh, love you or something like that, she'll say, like, I just want to love peef. Or uh, he does it too, though. Now he does, I, it, he I, does yeah. it all the time now. But that's because I, I can predict what she's gonna say. My favorite is my version of Jingle Bells, though, because it's just like just peep, 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 peep. I sing that all the time. He she loves does. It. He loves it. Um, so yes, that's. I'll leave you with that final note of how crazy I am. There and are songs <laughs> that have peef in them that nobody knows about. Well, and then I talk about. I'm like, why did everybody write all these songs about peef? Because he's. It's just such an easy word to interchange in songs, but. Anyway, you replace me. Why are there so many songs about titties? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, thank you. This has been so much fun having you on to talk about. Oh, me too. And thank you so much. I'm blown away. <laughs> you had no idea what you were getting into. <laughs> no, I didn't. I loved every second of it. Well, thank you. And hopefully all of you out there can get your own peef. I'll put that information about the discount that we have going on. And actually, we're going to be giving away some peefs, too. The publisher has set up some peefs and books that we're going to be giving away on our YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that. And everyone, I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. And Tom, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And, you too. And yeah. I think that's that's a good enough close for me. So I guess we'll just see everybody next time on I'm Losing It and Crocs in the Kitchen. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.